the podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome back to Tidings and Transgressions. My name's James, your host again. Welcome to episode four. Uh, By now, if you haven't heard the first three, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Make sure to give us an honest review. And if your honest opinion thinks is that we suck, lie. Give us five stars. <laughs> uh, joined as always by my wife, Kate. I got no lovely today. Try again. Well, last time I said that, you like attacked the way I phrased it. You said that I was the most beautiful person in the room. I mean, they don't know how big this room is. It could be enormous. It could be a concert hall. Okay, go with lovely today. Joined by my lovely wife, Kate. Kate, say hello to the people. Hello. That's all I have. <laughs> That's it. Off to an amazing start. Yeah, we're killing it today. Well, you know, as we do. Um, so today, mm-hmm. I think maybe I start with news today. <gasps> oh, snap. Changing it up. Yeah. So for news, we have an email address. Nobody's emailed us. Oh, I know. Come I'm disappointed. on, people. Uh, follower update, 13 followers, which doesn't sound like a lot. But Basically, when, we're famous. But when you expected like zero, 13 sounds like a ton. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the guy in Brussels. Yeah. What's to the up? person in Brussels. I don't know. Dedicated listener, but I'll take it. If you're hearing this, send us an email. In English, preferably. Or whatever language you speak in Brussels. We can always use Google Translate. It's fine. Maybe I should edit that out after. <laughs> um, news today. Today is October 23rd. Whoop, whoop. Almost Halloween. I do love me some Halloween. Update on here in America. Gas prices are coming down. That's exciting. Right. Uh, Stock market's starting to tilt back up. Is it permanent though? Probably not. Inflation's still high. Uh, But midterm elections are coming up. So, you know. There's hope after. Gotta (laughs) gotta put some makeup on this pig. Make it look good. (laughs) China still being China. Um... Mm, turns out president was not ousted i was wrong but that's okay there, there's still time there's still time <laughs> tensions are still you know escalated over there russia is still messing with ukraine and then other than that no royalties died since we last spoke uh, yeah well because i did mention the queen that time but but uk prime minister resigned yeah truss is out I mean, do you blame her, though? Because right now, the UK is a bit of a mess. So far, the Bank of England's had to like keep on dumping money into their pension funds just to try to keep them afloat so that they don't go completely tits up and lose everything. <laughs> I love that you just used the phrase tits up. I figured since it was British, right? Is that? Oh, that is, that is accurate. That is accurate. It seems like something they would say. Uh-huh, it does. Some sort of cockney slang. I don't know if that's a real thing. <laughs> So short update news. Nothing nothing real real crazy. Uh mortgage rates hit in like a 20 year high or something like that. That's insane. Over 7% now if you want a 30 year mortgage. I just I don't understand how people are ever going to be able to afford a house. Well, good news is housing prices are coming down. <laughs> good news yeah, bad but... news. <laughs> I guess you're going to get hit one way or the other. You're paying one unless, side of the other. Unless you're us where we like timed it. Right as the the market was sparking. 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 <laughs> sparking. Yeah, nobody likes a bragger, Kate. <laughs> I'm just really 
really excited about that. We could tell. I mean, the, the volume just shot through the roof. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's it's very rare for me to time things that perfectly. Yeah, and no, I will totally. not take credit for that. I feel like that was actually probably you. Could have been. <laughs> but either way, um, yeah. Other than you know, the U.S. dollar at record high value, forcing all foreign countries to that took out loans in dollars to now be in debt. Oops. Whoops. Uh, but it'll probably come back down. And then inflation still going, still going strong. And the UK is in shambles. Mm. New king, new prime minister. Maybe her and uh, his majesty didn't get along. I don't know. Mm. Probably it's, it, the reality is probably that she just took like the worst possible job at the worst possible time. Yeah. It was like, hey, how'd you like to run uh, the UK? And she's like, oh, sounds fantastic. Like, oh, by the way, we're broke. Okay, but... The queen's dying. How do you get all the way to that point? I mean, there's got to be some, you know, preliminary steps that are just kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, how do you... How are you in the job for, what, four months? And then you're like, ugh, all that time I spent trying to get here. And, uh, yeah, no thanks. Well, I mean, it probably sounded like a great job, right? And then they, like, read her in on all, like, the actual stuff that was going on. And it was like, oh, by the way, we know we've been saying this. But here, look at this paper. What do you mean? This paper just says we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. And with that said, I'm out. Basically. Uh, and for that reason, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yikes. So short short update on, on tidings, a.k.a. News. I'm going to challenge you that next time you need to come with some happy tidings. Um, I've got happy tidings for you. <gasps> okay. The Jets were listed as a Super Bowl contender. What? So just in case oh, you just you. in case you didn't think oh, the world you. was completely upside down, now we know. I am more thrilled than I have ever been during a football season. It's my time. I feel like I say it every year. This is our year. This is our time. We are the team. I mean, you're the Here bill, we go. the Bills are still a better team, no offense. Bills, schmills. They yeah, I got nothing. Bills Trash Ma- talk Bills, is not my thing. Okay. Bills Mafia will literally throw you through a table. Yeah, I know. I know. They're ruthless. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the polite. Um, please let us win because we really need this. <laughs> but yeah, so the state of New York's got to be Two really, New really York excited. teams! Technically three if you count the Giants. Are they doing well? Yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> also listed as a Super Bowl contender. Ugh. Sorry. Which is just wild. If it's three New York teams and two of them get to the Super Bowl, they're actually from New Jersey. Womp womp. Really? Why you always got to be bringing that up? Well, I mean, just call yourself the New Jersey Jets. <sighs> or the New Jersey Giants. And I'm pretty sure all New Jersey Giants are probably just a byproduct of the massive amounts of pollution down the Jersey Turnpike. Oh my God. Okay, moving on. You've sucked all the fun out of my joy in football. Oh, I've got other good news for you. Okay. Houston Astros are kicking the crap out of the Yankees at the moment. What? What? H-Town. So, sorry, New York. You don't get two sports right now. You no. can do good in football. No. But. I'm... And although I am a Jets fan, I am way more of an Astros fan when it comes to, to baseball. I, I really, I, baseball is really not my thing, but I do really enjoy the Astros. So just to clarify, everybody at home, she didn't take the bandwagon across the country, uh, grew up in New York, currently live in Texas, just 
Yeah. And have, have for, you know, a decade and a half. I know, right? How crazy is that? Yeah. World travelers. <laughs> we are just pioneers. So, I mean, sports <laughs> Sports are good. Sports Yay, are good. sports. Yay, sports. I just hope both teams politics, have fun. Politics, inflation, bad. Boo, <laughs> politics. <sighs> so, yeah. So, three-second summary of tidings. Yay, sports. Boo, politics. Sorry, mate, about England. <laughs> Sorry you've gone tits up. Sorry, governor. Looks like we're fucked. <laughs> I can't do an accent. You always tell me I sound Australian. I feel like my British accent might be okay. I don't know. I'm not really good with, with accents. Well, I mean, you can hear it, right? So, like... Yeah, but I don't know if I'm... Do I sound British? I don't know. We need to we need to get Rachel over here, and then I'll and then I'll tell you. She's actually British. She is actually British. What messes me up is when they say the time. Oh, like half, half four. Half four. Half four. I'm like, that's then... two, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it also like when she got like all upset when she came over and was like, "I see a teapot on your stove there. Do you actually drink tea? And I was like, yeah, bitch, I do. Did she call it a kettle, though? She did call it a kettle. Yeah. Enjoy your chips and biscuits, <laughs> a.k.a. fries and cookies. Ugh, don't call don't call cookies biscuits. So interesting fact that, or maybe not a fact story that I heard about the English language, okay. is that this person was making the connection that Americans actually speak proper English from like Shakespearean English. Okay. Versus England itself. But... Okay. And, and well, I got you. I got okay. you. The okay. reason being is that when American colonists came over here, that's what they were speaking. Mm-hmm. And so the, the language was isolated from other Eng- English speakers here in America. Whereas in England, it kind of kept slowly developing and evolving and moved away from Shakespeare and English where this one stayed true. I have no facts to back that up. Huh. But like logically, I, my brain was like, oh, okay, I could buy that. All right. I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. We should see if we can't get Liz Trust on the on the show. She's unemployed right now. Maybe she's available. <laughs> Liz, would you like to come join us? Come on, Trust. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, that that's all I've got today. I thought okay. it was uh, short, concise, but I, I like I like the change up. I feel I feel refreshed. Because I feel like people probably listen to the podcast and like, oh, nice. What is Kate going to say? Gotcha, bitches. Episode four. James goes first. <laughs> Are you suggesting that they stop listening after the transgression? They don't make it all the way through? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's a way to check Has that. Has anyone I just, found... I feel like your stories are probably more entertaining than mine. No, I like your stories. Well, I know you do. That's because you're nice. Oh, Are our listeners not nice? I don't know. None of them have emailed me. <laughs> Tidings so, and transgressions at gmail.com. Someone email James bio. and tell them that you like his tidings. Please. Please. <laughs> I'm insecure. I need reinforcement. Positive <laughs> reinforcement, please. Okay. Okay. All right. Today's tale. Kate, are you ready? I'm I'm ready. I'm a little nervous. You're nervous? I am nervous. And I think you'll see why in a little bit. Like the worst teaser ever. Okay. I'm nervous. Stay tuned. Find out more. It's like the best teaser dun, ever. Dun, dun. I mean, does Kate get nervous? Yes. Yeah. All, all the, the time. time. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. I'm going to tell you the story of multiple... Okay, time out. Can we reduce the dramatic pauses every two words? 
Okay, see, this is kind of why I'm nervous. Because I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> Pause there. You don't know. You haven't seen my notes. Maybe there is. Maybe there's ten, lots of ellipses. Ten commas there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell the story of multiple murders that were connected and have had a killer who was put behind bars for these murders. Now, I'm being super vague. Yeah, we are all catching that. (laughs) Because this story is a little bit different from what I normally tell. So normally I tell you the whole story behind the crime and I want to focus more this time on what happened after the crime. Okay. Okay, here we go. The crimes. June 1945. This this needs to be really good because you just built it up and like tried to like reverse my brain. And it was like, oh, I'm not telling you the story. I'm telling you what happened, which I think is the story. But I don't know. I don't know if she was going to do this. And the fact that I gave the news first and now she's also flipping it up. Flipping the flipping it up, flipping the script, <laughs> turning it around. All right, let's see what happens. Okay. She's got me on my toes today. Here okay. we go, here we go. All right, June 1945, Josephine Ross, 43 years old, was found dead from multiple stab wounds to the neck. The wounds had been taped shut, and there was a skirt wrapped around her neck. It's a funny place to wear a skirt. Very odd. First, they looked at the fiancé... Able to exclude him right away. They looked at some ex-boyfriends, past love interests. Everybody had alibis. So they figured, okay, this is probably like an intruder, robbery gone wrong. You know, guy breaks in. She's there, unexpected. Killed her. There's no other like suspicious activity in the area. They didn't really have a whole lot to go on. She did have some hair that was found in her hand, but it's 1945. So like DNA not really at its prime yet. (laughs) Okay, so they have nothing for the next six months. And then, December 11th, happy birthday, Mom. Frances Brown was found murdered. Similar to the other crime, she had something wrapped around her neck. It wasn't a skirt. This time it was towels. Again, not a whole lot for police to go on, but this time there was writing on the wall wasn't done in paint wasn't done in blood it was done in lipstick and it said for heaven's sake catch me before i kill more i cannot control myself and so the press dubbed him the lipstick killer Ooh, awful name (laughs) okay so now moving on again everything so hold on were the two murders like was it the same type of killing so yeah, so the they both were um, dead from stab wounds, and they had the thing tied around their neck. So it was presumed like the everything was very very similar. So it was presumed that the two were connected. Okay. Okay. All right. So all's quiet for the next few weeks until the next murder. On January seventh, James Degnan woke up, and his daughter Suzanne was missing. They found a ransom note and it was requesting $20,000 and instructions not to notify the police. Unfortunately, 
within hours they figure out that this ransom note is just kind of a throwaway thing. Suzanne a red had herring. Been, correct. Suzanne had been found murdered. So this was why I was a little nervous to tell you this one because it does involve a kiddo. And I know that that... Wait, how old was she? She was... You I, just said daughter, so I didn't... Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, she was She was young. She was like six or seven. Ooh. Yeah. Very sad. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope they catch this fucker. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into all of like the details of, of what happened to Suzanne. Just... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. N- Know so that, at this, this point, that this person is committing multiple murders, correct. allegedly the same person. Correct. So they and one have, of them's a child, and he's a complete, utter piece of shit. Correct. Correct. Noted. Okay. So now, again, like we talked about, the first two crimes are very, very similar. But the third one, not so much, right? Because it's like, how do you go from a stabbing of two women with things wrapped around their neck and then move to a child... Um, who you left the, a ransom note and yeah, it doesn't it's really just seem really could, does not seem connected. But there was a fingerprint on the ransom note that matched a fingerprint that was at the first crime scene. So then additionally, the handwriting between the wall and the note were said to have matched. So those were the things that were tying all three crimes together. Right. Okay. So I'm going to pause here. Um, Obviously, two women, young girl, they're the victims. And normally, like, that's what we like to focus on. We don't want to focus on the killer. Like, we want to focus on, like, the victims of the crime. But, um, and I'm not, like, advocating for highlighting or sensationalizing, like, the criminal over the victims. But when I first heard this story, shout out to Crime Junkie, um, I was so, like, taken aback and startled by what came out in that episode that I was like, I have to tell James this story because he's going to think this, this is just kind of wild. So again, taking a little bit of a different route than, than normal. No, it's fine. I mean, you you can't, I mean, it's part of the story, right? You just don't want to make the murderer famous because that just, yeah. And I get that. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not celebrating sick fucks. Correct. (laughs) Correct. We do not celebrate sick fucks here. At tidings and transgressions, we hate them. We, hate them. we make fun of them. Yeah, because they're losers. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, moving forward, the public is obviously alarmed, horrified. Like, hey, so, so can I back you up real quick? Yeah. Of Geographically, course. where was this taking place? Do we know? I don't have that in my notes. I will get that for you. Oh, stumped her. <laughs> I should have that. <laughs> Just bing it. See what comes up. No, I can't because then my notes are going to go okay, down. That's and... <laughs> right. I'll bing it at the end. Okay. Um, Sponsor us, bing. <laughs> so they're like absolutely, you know, the public is horrified. They're, you know, like enraged. There's panic. You know, they've got multiple murders. Now you've got a kid. It's just absolutely horrific. Um, and so the police are like very, very eager to make an arrest. So they quickly get this janitor into to custody. They call this huge press conference and they're like, we got the guy. Don't worry, public. We are on this. I'm immediately suspicious of this. Oh, here's, um, here's a loner with a terrible job. Must be the murderer. Yeah. So in fact, they did not have the guy. Um, and not only did they not have the guy, but when he was 
released, he had to go immediately to the hospital. Um, and the cops ended up with a $20,000 hospital bill to um, cover the injuries and the care for the injuries that this janitor had sustained while being interrogated. So they brought in some rando, beat the tar out of him to make it, to get him to confess. And then they're like, oh, my bad. Oopsie daisy. Sorry we pulled your fingernails out. Sorry we... Appreciate you corroborating our story. Beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Um, so this actually happens a couple more times where they're like, they call the press conference. They're like, oh my Ladies God. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. And repeatedly, they in fact do not have the guy. No one else has to go to the hospital with a $20,000 bill. But um, yeah, there's a couple times that they, they call press conferences and it is definitely just not... Okay, see, that's the problem, right? Is that this was in the 40s? Yes. Man, and even back then, you didn't have like a 24-hour news cycle, but it's like they they feel the need to satisfy and quell public outrage and just rush into something. Which, I mean, I guess? I don't know. It seems like a terrible idea, but also if you've got like a whole town or city or wherever this is located up in arms and in fear, you want to you know, calm the people down. But like, you can't just be arresting random people. Yeah. Like you had fingerprints. Did they yes. match? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a detective. But Detect, detective? Yeah, like, oh, we got the guy. Did we check his fingerprints? Yeah, well, they don't match, but I'm pretty sure it's the janitor. And what makes you think that? Well, he confessed after we beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> uh, not the best detecting. Not the kind of detective do we better. want you to do. Do Yes. Absolutely. Do better. Right. So um, the police are continuing to investigate. They're not getting very far. Um, There wasn't like a whole lot at each of the crime scenes for them to go off of. Again, they have this fingerprint on the window. They've got the fingerprint on the ransom note. They've got those two writing samples, Um, but they don't have a lot more to they don't have anything to compare the fingerprint against. Right. Everybody that they think it is, you know, it's not happening. So. Fast forward six months. You think you wouldn't hold the press conference then? Like, I don't know who the PR person at this police department is, but like, you're fired. Yeah. Right? Are we sure it's the guy? I don't know. We we get somebody, we're questioning him. Okay, tell the people we got him. Yeah. And then being like, psych, my bad. You think you just keep that a little bit on the down low? Yeah, wait for confirmation, right? Yeah, you'd think. So anyway, fast forward six months. um, And this uh, gentleman, William Hirons, is getting ready to go on a date. I'm going to tell you a little bit about William. Not a whole lot to say about William's early life other than he had a little bit of an interesting hobby. I hope he wasn't making people into dolls. <laughs> he was not. He Oof, was not. Dodge that one. Um, he, what, what's, what's Willie been up to in he, his younger he days? Likes a little, he likes a little thievery. He, he, he likes to commit a little theft every now and then. Like a pack of gum or like? Yeah, just small. Petty theft? Yeah. Some small items. Um, and, you know, the smaller, it was smaller items. And it was just kind of a fun activity for him. Grow a little bit of an interesting collection. Um, he was caught a couple times, arrested, uh, had to go to a correctional school. Um, and it didn't really help with curbing his nice little hobby that he had going. But he was an exceptional student. Like, he was, he did really well in school, did really well at the correctional school. He just enjoyed 
Stealing shit. Stealing shit, you know? So he's getting ready for his date. Um, and he's about to steal her heart. Oh, Ooh. snap. Um, so he's probably going to steal her virtue. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I need a little bit more money um, to go on this date. Really want to show her a good time. So what's a what's a fella to do you know um he actually was gonna go about it honestly he had a savings bond and he was like i'm gonna cash this in i'm gonna get some money go have a good time um but unfortunately on his way to um the post office he realized it was actually closed um so he didn't really have another choice but to go ahead and just you know wool thievery so he made the unfortunate choice of going into the same apartment building where Suzanne Degnan had been stolen from, which is, she's the kiddo. Um, she and, was stolen from? You mean kidnapped? Yes. And murdered? Correct. Like they didn't steal Susan's shoes, I think. Okay. So where she had been kidnapped. Suzanne's building. Okay. So they had gone to Suzanne's building um, and... He was breaking into one of the apartments and a tenant saw him um, and he ran because, uh, you know, obviously doesn't want to get caught. He's got yeah, a I mean, date. Yeah, if you're yeah. breaking into a door and someone's like, stop, thief. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, okay. So Send those cops that beat the confession out of the guy. I'll be waiting. <laughs> well, yeah. So the police show up and they're, they're on his tail. Um, and he actually, William had a gun on him. He would later say that he actually had the gun on him because he was on his way with the savings bond and he was worried about being robbed with the savings bond. Um, Well, he kind of pulled the gun on the cops and the next, whatever happens next, is a little bit confused between the police and William. Everybody has a little bit of a different story. Um, Hiren said that the police uh, shot first. He says that um, they shot first. Either way, chaos ensues. Hirons is running, shots are being fired, um, and another police officer who's actually not on duty drops a flower pot on his head and... What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, knocks him unconscious. So this murder happened in, like, Toontown? Like, <laughs> guy just sticks his head out a window? Oh, look, a criminal. Boop. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's real? That No, that's 100% what happened. <laughs> that poor roadrunner. <laughs> oh, 100% count. I think that was one. I'm watching. And listening. And listening. <laughs> Why okay. did I just po- point to my... You said, I'm watching and pointed to your temple. <laughs> okay, whatever. With it's... her third eye. Yeah, that's Mystic right. Mystic vision. Yes. Okay, so anyways. Mystical. So Elmer Fudd Mystical. drops a flower pot on this guy. Yeah, okay. So he's now in custody, right? Um, And so they Which, start... I'm sorry, but like... You were running away in a gunfight and someone dropped a flower pot on your head? <laughs> I know. Like, we shouldn't laugh, but also, like... What? What? Yeah. Like, that... Also, like, that works? Like, that's, like, that's gonna well, not... Like, and he's an off-duty cop. Like, he just hears shooting and so sticks his head out the window. Sees some guy running and he's like, ooh, hold on, I got this. Ready, steady, aim, drop. Yeah. Which, like, kudos to him, because that couldn't have been an easy shot. No. He's like, oh, nothing but net. Moving target, like... Yeah, I feel like that's a low percentage shot. So, yeah, yeah. good he on was, him. He was dude perfect before dude perfect, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, we're gonna shoot this basketball from the top of the stadium. Flower pot to the head, nothing but net. <laughs> okay, so 
They've got him in custody now, and so they're going to start the interrogation. Or torture session, you know, whatever you feel is more appropriate. Um, it was pretty heinous, some of the things that they did. Um, they tied him to a bed and poured ether on his genitals. Um, they punched him in the stomach repeatedly while giving facts of the crime. They gave him a spinal tap without anesthesia. Um, What? And the reason why they said they had to do that was that they had to make sure that he was mentally fit to take a polygraph. However, a spinal tap has nothing to do with your mental fitness. Um, And after you have a spinal tap, you're supposed to be like pretty immobile to make sure that you give your spine the appropriate time to repair itself. However, they immediately threw him in a van and took him to get a polygraph. Um, But he was in so much pain that the polygraph administrator was like, yeah, we can't get any sort of results. So he ended up having the polygraph the next day. And they were told that the results were inconclusive. So then they decide... So they tie this dude down naked, pour chemicals on him. Yep. Punch him in the stomach while telling him what he did. Yep. Roll him over and give him a spinal tap? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What um, the actual fuck? This is over like several days. So like four I mean, that doesn't matter over yeah, the period yeah. of time because like you guys are like cops. Night lighting is scientists, doctors, and torturers. Yeah. And so all while, while these things are occurring, he's also being held without food. They're not letting him sleep. He can't have access to his parents. And he's 17 years old at the time. So he's not considered an adult. They won't let him have access to an attorney. Which again, just FYI, like this is before Miranda rights were officially a thing. So the case that established Miranda rights happened after. Kate with some historical facts. What? what? Um, So, but still, I mean like not something you should do at all. But anyway, so this is this is what's happening. So they finally get to the point where they give him sodium pentothal, which is... Uh, truth serum. Yes. Except truth serum is not actually a real thing. Like that's not yeah, something that is considered an like actual... scientifically accurate. Like it's like, this 100% works. Like it yeah. makes you talk. Yeah. So it just but basically... it doesn't make you tell the truth. It makes you really loopy and makes you highly susceptible to suggestion so remember this guy is being repeatedly punched in the stomach and told the facts of the crime okay so they um after you know he's going through this they give him the sodium pentothal and finally he starts like mumbling incoherently about a guy named george mermans who may have committed the crimes so of course the press gets like wind of this they probably held another fucking press conference. Yeah. Um, this police department is shit. Yeah. So. Like all around. Yeah. So they say that Merman's sounds like murder man and George is his middle name. So the press is like, oh, he's got multiple personalities, which is now known as dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, but schizo. No, those are different things. Okay. Okay. So. Agree to disagree. <laughs> 
So he's Not got multiple multiple personalities, um, and that Murder Man George uh, is the one who you know is this you know the alter ego to William Hirons, and he's the one killing people. So the the they're having like a this is field so day. crazy. Yeah, they're having a field day with this thing, right? So. Amongst like all the things that are happening in the torture slash interrogation, whatever you want to call it, they're also like, we need to get a handwriting sample. And they say that there were things that were written in the ransom note um, and the way that he spelled in the writing sample that were spelt wrong. Like safety was spelled S-A-F-T-E and weight, like body weight, was spelled W-A-I-T. E-T. I thought you said he was good at school. <laughs> Remember that. Okay. Okay. So they have all this thing that they're, they're you know, pulling together. Um, and the prosecutor, it, you know, comes to him or comes to his attorney that gets, you know, assigned to him or whatever and offers him a plea. And so he takes the plea to avoid the death penalty. Um, And he went to jail with three life sentences. Any comment? I mean, like a whole bunch. Okay. Because, look, and and I get that the majority of cops are, are doing their best and this, that, and the other thing. But... I mean, they these rare, are not those these, these are not those guys. Yeah, I mean, they they railroaded this guy. Yeah, drugged him, beat him, performed unlicensed medical procedures. Yeah, drugged him again. Yeah, and then the press took whatever they wanted, and just you know constructed a fictional story around it. Yeah. Oh, this guy Willie? No, that's George Murderman. Yeah. Because it sounds like Merman. Like, what the fuck? So, Can you imagine this poor kid? He's seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna plead to anything at this point because look at what he's been through. Yeah. So, like, what you're saying with the press too. I mean, and also, was, who was who was Murder Man's lawyer? Because they probably sucked. So, I'm gonna go through all the things now. Well, because you asked me any comments and you had this long pause and it was like, I didn't know if the story was ended or not. No, the story was not over. Your pause for effects today are. <laughs> I just like I was expecting you to be have an explosive reaction when I said he went to jail with three life sentences. Well, I mean they they got him for murdering three people. Yeah, that seems like the right sentence. Okay, all right. No. Well, let's get into some of the things. Well, I mean, like, yeah, the, of course he's going to take the plea deal, and that's what they're going to give him because look at what they did to the guy. Yeah. He's like, well, I could take this and go to jail or continue getting ether poured on my dick. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Probably permanently disfigured. I mean, I didn't see that anywhere in the research. I don't, I don't, I even, know, I don't even know what ether does to open skin like that, but probably nothing you want to try at home. No. No. A hundred percent don't want to try at home. hundred <laughs> percent. No. Hard pass on that. Like this, yeah. Okay. It's, I don't know. All I'm, right, so I'm just a little in... bit shook because... <laughs> I'm shook. James is shook. Well, yeah, because like, like, be better police. Yes, do better. Detect, I detective. Mean, be better police officers, but also be better, comma, police. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Both of those. Yeah. Like, we, well, we don't have a guy, so let's just beat and torture this guy till he says it's okay. Yeah, by the way, doing that, yeah, the public's going to feel better, but you're also leaving a murderer on the streets and... <laughs> 
wrongfully convicting someone that you basically know didn't do it. Yeah. Like, what? What, what good does that do? Like, you're 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 fucking awful. Yeah, terrible. Oh, we had a we had a problem. Let's make it worse. <laughs> you got it, chief. We found this guy. What was he doing? Breaking into a house in the building? Yeah. Eh, probably a murderer. <laughs> Why don't you just wait for someone to jaywalk and just nab them? That was probably the first two press conferences. <laughs> also, um, uh, I he did didn't look cross at the crosswalk. Snatch him, murderer. <laughs> Unpaid parking tickets, murderer. <laughs> like they just ran through the line until they could find someone they could beat and can and coerce into making the statements. Lettering, murderer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, loitering. I've seen you've been sitting here too long, sir. Murderer. murderer. <laughs> so. There, so there's a couple things that I want to I want to go through. So first of all, Chicago. This happened in Chicago. That makes more sense. <laughs> Next thing is one of the things that you said about like the press just kind of running amok. Like the press have a, a duty to to report the facts, right? And there was a article that came out that basically was what was William Hiron's mindset as he committed all of these murders and went through all of these details as if they had had this full interview and he had disclosed every single thing that he was thinking while he was killing each of these individuals. Um, and then in, at the very end was like, um, you know, he, he has not confessed to the crime. <laughs> like that, that's... I hate the media sometimes. Yeah. Like Heinous. vehemently because... Like your job is to report the facts. Like if and don't disguise your opinion as facts. Oh yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And then like nowadays, and obviously it doesn't relate to back then, but like if you take enough video of somebody, you're gonna be able to get a sound clip to fit whatever narrative you want. I say stupid shit all the time that comes out wrong. Yeah, they hear it. Oh, really? What? Really? Oh, just really? Kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Have I mentioned you're beautiful? Oh wow. I mean, look at all the dumb shit I said. <laughs> Like what you just said. <laughs> that, but like, I'm, I'm like, oh, don't commit murder, but you're a bad murderer, right? Like, <laughs> if someone goes missing, the neighbor going to be like, well, James, well, we have this clip of you here talking about being a murderer. Oh my god, it's like, yeah, context, people, like, wake the fuck up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when when the media does that, and they're like, well, we just need to sell some papers, get some more eyeballs on this. Yeah, or they put this like super inflammatory headline that is, then you read the article, and it's like. Yeah, well, because no, yeah, not what that's people have the attention span of a gnat yeah. most of the time, and it's like, I read the big letters, I didn't read the small letters, right? Because it's all about like clickbait now, right? Because it's not about even like selling actual physical papers anymore. It's how well, many clicks, clickbait how many likes. Is, clickbait is just social media headlines. It's the yeah. same shit. It's the same tactics. Yeah. It's oh, let's see if we can't get them to buy the paper to see what's continued on page two A. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Now it's just a a shit link on social media with a paywall. Oh, do you want to actually read what happened? Pay us money. If not, just run with the headline and be lied to. Be naive. All right. So if you're in the media, do better. Do, do better. That's my, that, so far today, <laughs> that's, that's the goal. Do better. If you have a job and a profession and like be ethical, be moral, do, do better. better. I mean, shit. Like mm-hmm. so far the cops, awful. Mm-hmm. Media, awful. awful. The lawyers, awful. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Okay. So, but let's but get anyways, into yeah. I'm sorry. I just the 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 news sensationalism. Like, have you ever seen Anchorman two? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. If you haven't seen it, don't. Sorry, Will Ferrell, but should have stayed at one. Um, <laughs> but in the second one, it's like they go on like a cable news network, and he realizes like the viewers go up whenever they show like police chases and oh. shit like that, right? And 
basically like a parody of like a 24-hour news cycle. <laughs> and so like they just put on nothing relevant, but like just sensational. Sensational things. Yeah. And like the radio I feel through like the roof. that's so accurate. And like that's what they do. Like don't, we're not going to tell you what you need to hear. We're going to tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Which that's a problem if you're the arbiter of truth. Like you're, you're the one supposed to be providing facts. Yeah. And not opinions and not, I don't know. It just makes, it, it frustrates me. But also though, like if you do just report the facts, nobody's reading that. Yeah. It's boring. It's not quite the world of scholars we used to be. And it's like, well, give me something entertaining. Yeah. But at least market it. Is that, call yourself news entertainment or something. I don't know. Right. It's like those talking heads on cable news. Mm. They're like, well, this isn't news. This is an opinion show. Ugh. Yeah. Shut your face. Great, man. Thanks for sharing. Shush. Sorry. Face. No, no, no. Back, you're good. Back to Willie Murderman. Okay. So here we are. Combine so the two. I, now, like, I'm going to go over some of the things that ended up coming out during the appeal. Because obviously, like, one of the reasons why he took the plea was because he wanted to avoid the death penalty. Because he figured, I can argue this if I'm in jail. If they put me to death, like, End nothing. of story. Yeah. End of story. So... The first thing, so the bloody fingerprint on the window that um, tied to the print on the ransom note. Okay. Um, One of the people who did the evaluation on the fingerprint in further review said that the fingerprint was very neat, as if it had been placed there. On the note? On the window. The bloody fingerprint. Oh. Yeah. Um. Then the other thing about the fingerprints that there was supposedly a match between the two and to William was that there was a nine point match to the note. Now, I don't know what that means. It sounds high. I'm going to right. It sounds high. The FBI requires a 12 point match in order to say that it is a match. Ooh, 30 percent off. Yeah. So um, they also shopped around quite a bit in order to get even the nine points. Like they went to a couple experts. They found some shady guy that was like, yeah, I could, I could say that's nine. That's um, yeah, roughly they, nine. They, they, they did a lot of shopping. There was a lot of shopping done by these the officers. Thank here. you, Chicago PD. Yeah. In the 1940s. Yeah. So they shopped the ransom note around as well. Um, they had one guy who was like, I don't think that there's a match between the ransom note and the wall. And then another guy came in and said, um, there's not only not a match between the note and the wall, but there's also not a note, a match to any of the school papers that William had. So like no match across the three, like the wall doesn't match the note, the note doesn't match the papers and the papers don't match the wall. Nobody matches. So two murderers, neither one of them, William George Murderman. Yep. And so then they go back to the original guy and they're like, "Um, so we'd like you to be our expert witness and we're going to pay you to be our expert witness. And he was like, oh, okay, there's totally a match. Nine points. Nine point match. It's disgusting. And then let's let's get into some of the other things about the note here. So remember how they said, "Oh, well, the things that were misspelled, like the between his, were the same. yeah, um, between his sample that he gave while he was being tortured, and then the note." Um, Imagine having to do a spelling bee with a spinal tap in. Uh, busy B U Z Z I E. Yeah. Uh, the problem was they gave him the note and said, "Copy this exactly." Huh. 
Okay, so he actually passed. So Sometimes when you win, you lose. Yeah, correct. So that misspelling that they were hanging their hat on was because he was told to copy it exactly. So, I mean, so far, very poor police work. Or very good at being pieces of shit. Yeah. So, and going back to the sodium pentothal, we had talked about that true serum. It's not really what they say it is, but it does make you susceptible susceptible to suggestion. Um, And regardless of what was said during that, we can't actually know because the cops refused to release the transcripts from the session. So we just have what they say he said. Okay, this makes me this makes this makes my stomach turn. This is such a perversion of justice. And it keeps, like this is America, people. You're innocent until proven guilty. You don't get to just decide. Oh, this is the guy, and then fabricate everything to fit your narrative. So these guys are assholes. Yeah. So and it keeps going. So the but wait, there's more inclusive polygraph. Um, It turns out it was not inconclusive. So even in all the pain and everything that he was going through, they actually had the original inventors of the polygraph review the results. um, And they said that Hirons was telling the truth. It wasn't that it, not only was he not lying and it wasn't inconclusive, he was telling the truth when he was asked like, did you do this? And he said no. And that was the truth. And then they give this guy three life sentences. So, the creme de la creme, you mentioned it a couple times about do better. Um, His own lawyer came out afterwards and said he felt that he had a public duty to see justice done through the punishment of Hirons. So, he suggested his client take the plea deal. Okay. Disbarred immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if your kid was Hirons? Have you ever seen A Time to Kill with Samuel Jackson? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why you bother asking. Well, because it's it's relevant. It's when there's, like, his daughter gets murdered or whatever, right? And okay. it's like this these racist scumbags. But they're going to get found not guilty or guilty or whatever. He doesn't even wait. He goes to the courthouse with, like, a AR-15 and just smokes him. Oh, God. And it's like, if you try giving my kid a triple homicide rap and yeah. fabricated all this stuff and tortured and beat him yeah stand the fuck by yeah because like okay i'll go down for this J- hypothetically hypothetically <laughs> this is gonna be used against me what am i doing <laughs> stop saying things oh my gosh i would never do that but i could see why somebody would want to <laughs> okay so All in all, um, while William was incarcerated, he attempted suicide three times, um, and he would maintain his innocence until he died in prison at the age of 83. So he was in prison for 60 years for this, his entire life? He was in prison for his entire life. Because at 17, you really haven't lived a whole lot of life. Yeah, he, yeah. Beyond petty theft and trying to go on a date. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like... There, there's evidence that says, you know, I, I went through and highlighted all the things that said that he didn't do it. You know, there is some evidence out there that says that he did do it. Um, I'm not saying he did or didn't. Looking at what I've seen, it doesn't look like he did. But I just wonder, like, and going back to what you said, you know, for the victims, Josephine, Francis, and Suzanne, like, did they get justice? Like, if this kid didn't do it and they put him away, like, there's a potential that there's two, three... 
one, I don't know, because I, I, I a bunch of murderers the out there. Yeah, that links even the cases together. It just seems like Chicago is going through a shit time, real bad, heinous murders all over the place, and the cops are like, let's just lump them together and put somebody away for it, and then everybody will calm the f down. Well, yeah, I mean, they just needed something. Yeah, and and it's politics and perception. Yeah. But like, I'm sorry, but like justice shouldn't be political and it shouldn't be a PR thing. No. Like if there's a bad person out there doing stuff, find the bad person. Yeah. Period. Full stop. Like that's that's your job. Yeah. Your job isn't to then, oh, well, I'm not going to win my next election as police commissioner if we don't do something about this. or Just like, do, do better. Be that's better. awful. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, I heard that story and I was like, even though it had... The child well, yeah, involved. I, mean, like, I was like, I have to tell child, this like, story. It, this right? is crazy. Like, I just don't want like like a child murderer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's disturbing. I mean, for for those who are interested, go and look into Suzanne's case because it is it's the it's the saddest story. Like the things that happened to her, like absolutely horrific. But again, like I just don't know if she ever got her justice because I I don't know if this guy did it. I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. Yeah. I mean, it, it just. From what, wild, I, from what right? I heard, right? Like, just from a common sense standpoint. Yeah. Like, police interrogations have wrongfully convicted so many people that then DNA evidence comes out later and they're like, oops, my bad. Yeah. It's like, my bad. You cost this person 30 years of their life. Yeah. 20 years of their life. Five years of life. Shit. It doesn't it matter. Any of it. Then, let alone the time, but like the mental anguish, the fact that you were in prison. Like, you can't give anybody that back. No. There's so many things that people end up missing. I do find, I think that the Innocence Project is is such an interesting, you know, the, the cases that they get into and looking into all the work that they do. Like, I think it is really good work. And I know that they say all the time, like, you know, we'd rather, you know, like nine go, nine guilty men go free than one innocent be, in prison, be yeah. in prison. But I just, some of the things that I've I've heard, like, just doesn't seem like the justice system really actually has that mindset in place because you see stuff like this happen and it's absolutely which is which is so screwy because like the whole like foundation of the american justice system is that you're innocent until proven guilty right yeah like beyond the shadow beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever and it's one of the few countries in the world where if if they think you're guilty they still have to prove it before you're supposed to be punished and imprisoned for it yeah and that's why you have you know the jury system and as long as one person on the jury is like no i don't think so you you shouldn't yeah. be found guilty right this is like a complete perversion of those ideas and, and i mean like easy to arm sit back and armchair this but like if it was armchair your detective yeah but like if it was <laughs> but if it was my kid and yeah. the cops were like hey we think this is the person i don't know how deep i'd be digging into their evidence and tactics and i'd be like yes make that person pay for punishment for what they did to my kid yeah or my family member yeah i know it's so, it's like, so hard it's it's really but also it, it's still America, right? Like, yeah. even if you're a murderous piece of shit, you deserve a fair trial mm-hmm. and like adequate legal representation. Yeah, and you, that just doesn't happen a lot of the times. Yeah, I mean, and you see it all the time, right? Like, if you have money, you don't get to be a criminal. Yeah, because you'll find a lawyer that gets you off. Yeah. Whereas if you're poor, you get like the kid that just passed law school. And who has no drive and is not very good at his job. And it's like, well, I just kind of needed the 80 bucks. So I took the case as a public defender. Yeah. You know, I, but, then to have, but then to have his lawyer be like, no, I actually wanted him to go to jail. Right? How messed like, up is that? What the fuck, dude? 
How messed up is that? I That is one of the cases that we should maybe cover at some point is that affluenza case where they were like, it's the kid who basically got away with all of his crimes because he didn't know any better because of how much money he had. He didn't know like what yeah, the real fuck world that Yeah, kid. it's just bullshit. All right. Anyway, but, so that's that's the story um, just, of that, Josephine, that's... Francis, and Suzanne and William Hirons. A.K.A. George Murderman. George Murderman. I just... Just do better. Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of the idea of the American justice system. Yeah. I just in practice. Sometimes it's so it's fucked. so fucked. I mean, you see the discrepancy on crime and punishment amongst ethnic groups mm-hmm. and uh, economic disparity and how that changes everything, and it's 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 shitty. Yeah. And, and you know what's, it's sad too, because I, there are people out there, there's, you know, a majority of police officers, I feel like, are out there trying to do the best that they can. You know what I mean? They're trying to, they got into it to be, make things better, right? Um, and then you just have people like Chicago 1945 cops that are out there pouring ether on people. Like, the f- fuck? Well, and honestly, I think a lot of it comes in... I don't know, my two cents. Like a lot of stuff just comes down to money. Yeah. Because if you want to keep getting police funding, you gotta make the, the politicians happy. And, and yeah. if everyone's up in arms about an unsolved murder or high profile, like that needs to get put to bed quickly. And it's just fucked. I mean, I don't have an answer to it. I don't. I th- I think we're still better off than, you know, ninety seven percent of the world. Yeah. Which just rough number. Um, <laughs> haven't looked into all of it but you know I'm just I mean, gonna pull a statistic from my head this one looks good made that up didn't bang it or anything um, but I mean you look at other countries right like do you remember and you might have been you might be too young you're probably too young still oh my young God. and glowing you um, the uh, <laughs> he the, says the, this like he's like decades older than me well I mean no <laughs> okay uh, that kid in Singapore that got caught doing graffiti and they caned him, the American? No, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay, yeah. And people in America were like, oh my God, how could you do that? And it's like, yeah, their country, their laws, man. Yeah. Want to play the fuck around and find out game, you get caned. Yeah. I think I it mean, was, I'm pretty sure it was well, Singapore. I think, and I, but I think that also, like, that, that goes to, like, a respect thing. Like, if you're going to travel somewhere, know the local laws and customs like and don't go there and be an asshole and graffiti things like i'm not at advocating for people to be caned but like also don't be stupid do better well but here's the thing right (laughs) like if you're playing a different game know the rules of the game yeah you can't be used to playing checkers and someone's like oh we're gonna play chess and you're like oh king me Mm. like that doesn't work here buddy what are you doing (laughs) wrong game bud you lose I, uh, I actually, know it's some people, checkmate. Sorry. I know some people who like to change the rules of the game depending on if they're winning or losing. Who's that? I don't want to put anybody on blast. If you're talking about me, that's a lie. No, it's not you. Oh, whew. Say, I'm being attacked. <laughs> Help me, audience. She's attacking me. <laughs> um, All right. But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. You look, look into the case yourself. Uh, if something like this bothers you, consider supporting the Innocence Project. Yeah. Sure. Right, they're a nonprofit. Get a tax deduction out of it. Do good while doing good for yourself. Be better. Do better. All right, y'all. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, episode four: Tidings and Transgressions. You looked at me like you were about to say something in the middle of my 
in the no. middle of my words. Sorry, do your words. Uh, thanks for joining us. Episode four, Tidings and Transgressions. Email us. You can find the email on the link where you found your favorite podcast. Rate us, review us, tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram, Tidings and Transgressions. Also located in the profile of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there's anything that you'd like us to cover or stories that you've heard and you want to know what we think about it, or you're like, eh, let's see what comes out of this idiot's mouth this week. Uh, please send suggestions, send comments, send feedback. Would love to hear from you and to our 13 loyal followers right now. We love you. So much. All right. TNT out. Bye.